Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. My name is Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And it is an honor for us to be with you here today. I'll tell you, sometimes we have to fight for this time, Dr. Stephen, to get into this moment. But I'll tell you, it, the juice is worth a squeeze. We love it. Sometimes we get tech issues. Sometimes we have, uh, you know, just the tech, the internet drops. And it's like, oh, we got to go back and do that again. But I'll tell you, I know all of you remarkable CEOs listening out there, you know what it feels like to struggle a bit, to go through the struggle and the challenge. And you know what? It's worth it. Why? Because we have a big mission, big vision, and uh, we're just honored to be with you here today. Dr. Steven, what a, what a great honor for us to be able to have this podcast, to be able to share this message. And um, yeah, I was just thinking about so many of the great uh, conversations I've had over the last few weeks with many of you who are listening to the podcast and finding value from it. I just want to say thank you for sharing with me specifically uh, that you have found value from the podcast. You've, you've been not only listening, and this is what really gets me inspired, but you've been then taking that and implementing it in your business and in your life. That to me is meaningful. So thank you so much for sharing that. And I just want to ask, you know, if any of you who are out there that um, have not had the opportunity to uh, leave us a review, that you would do that. We, it means a lot to us uh, that we have those reviews, whether you leave it on Google or it's on one of the podcasting platforms. Um, you know, we, we greatly appreciate that. So that is a, that is a request uh, from me. Uh, if you can do that, it just means a lot. And we thank you in advance for that. And for all of you who have already done that, thank you so much for endorsing our show because we really care what you, you think and what you say. And, um, and we, we care that you're finding value from that. So thank you so much. And, uh, and also if you, uh, have the desire to, uh, to share the message, I believe that it's a uh, part of the deal that we, that we bless and support our fellow brothers and sister Kairos. So, uh, if you've been getting a lot of value to this podcast, please, uh, please share it with a friend. And, um, with that, Dr. Steven, I can't tell you how happy I am and excited for our subject matter for today. This one is, uh, this one is hits close to home for you and I, and I know every single one of us on this line today. So looking forward to digging into our topic today. Yeah, man. I, I love that. Um, so many of these episodes, these conversations are just organic rolling right out of our mastermind environment as we're coaching clients. So, you know, as you guys probably understand already, we, you know, Dr. Pete and I are, uh, you know, part of the team of, we have 12 um, coaches inside of the Remarkable Practice. Each of these coaches is working with doctors that are running practices and they're anywhere in their chiropractic career, right? So any of, of the four seasons of the chiropractic career, whether they're launch, build, scale, or exit, you know, launch first year out, build, you're an owner operator, you're the only doc in your clinic, uh, and you're focused on building that clinic, uh, or you're in scale and you have added multiple doctors, you have multiple chiropractors in your clinic, usually associate doctors, or you're in uh, exit where you're getting ready to sell your practice, you're looking for your successor, legacy play, et cetera. Regardless of where you are in your career, we coach doctors across all four seasons, right? So we have specialized programs and we have specialist coaches inside of each of the four seasons. And so much of this content comes right out of our conversations with our hundreds of doctors that are in the scale program. In other words, they are actually in the remarkable CEO program 
and so much of this content is inspired by those conversations and this is a mastermind week so um man it's so fun to just roll out of you know conversations with all these docs and then you know all of a sudden it's podcast recording time and we direct so many of these episodes towards the points of questioning or confusion or conflict or struggles or challenges that um, that chiropractors are are explaining inside of these masterminds. So it's uh, it's awesome to be able to just roll right out of those and say, hey, you know what? Let's have this conversation because I know that this is a pain point uh, for so many docs. So today's definitely no exception to that. Uh, today we're going to be talking about one of the most challenging relationships, yet one of the most critical and rewarding um, and productive relationships when you get it this right, Dr. Pete. It's the relationship between the clinic director and the office manager or the uh, uh, CEO and the COO, or the, if you're a traction fan uh, to Gino Wickman's work, it's the visionary and the integrator. Um, so this is the CEO, COO, same page meeting, right? And we're talking about the, 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 the CEO and the COO um, getting on the same page once a week to make sure that they can present as a united front to the team. Uh, they create a space and time for us to work out the details of what are we going to be um, presenting to the team? What are we going to be tackling, answering those questions and getting in full alignment before we go and we um, make decisions and, and we present uh, anything to our team. Everybody gets on the same page. Dr. Pete, so critical that we get this right. So critical that we get it right. And, and one of the things that I, I love about this meeting is the name of it, the title, because the title of the meeting, is the objective, the purpose of the meeting. The title is the same page meeting. It's the CEO, COO, same page meeting. So the objective of the meeting, the goal of the meeting is the title of the meeting. So if you lose sight of, and you get off track in your meeting, just remember, what is the name of this meeting? Same page. So our goal is to, to get on the same page and to stay on the same page. And the reason why that name is so important is because there's so many things that can cause us to not be on the same page. So there are all sorts of challenges and issues that we're facing. And as the leadership team, it is vital that those things are being addressed head on, that we're not avoiding conflict, but we're, we're heading straight into conflict. We're heading into the issues. We're going into the challenges. We're, we're dealing with the disagreements. We're dealing with those things head on. We're not avoiding them. Um, we're not, we're not also Dr. Steven, this is so important. We're not also having those conversations on side hustles or on the, on, in, in some other random times, but we have a dedicated time specifically where we're going to deal with that. And so if you have an issue with this, or you have a challenge, go ahead and put it on the agenda for the same page meeting. And I found that that has been one of the most important things personally and professionally, because we do this in our personal lives. I know Dr. Steven, you and I talk about in our marriages, a same page meeting, it's very much like the like the dynamic of a husband and wife, the spouses, how that works. And then it works in the same way in your business uh, with the CEO and the COO. Last thing I want to say on this is, you know, uh, one of the people, obviously, Gina Wickman, who has inspired us with this. Uh, the other one for me that comes to mind is, is Patrick Lencioni, which he talks about in the five dysfunctions of the team. He talks about the second dysfunction, which is unhealthy conflict. And he says essentially that, um, you know, unhealthy conflict is where we are, the pursuit is being right. And that actually leads to unhealthy conflict because somebody's going to win and someone's going to lose. So the goal is to win or be right. And that's politicking. 
And in any business or any organization that actually leads to the destruction or the breakdown of trust and essentially the relationship. So what our goal is, is in a same page meeting is to have healthy conflict because there is going to be conflict. The, the healthy conflict is the pursuit of truth. Okay. And so if we're creating a same page meeting, that's actually productive, that's effective, that is life-giving and rewarding. It actually would be somewhere where I show up not to be right. Oh, I got some stuff to talk to you about this week. No, the, the pursuit isn't that I'm right. The pursuit is truth. And if we go in there with a little bit of humility, with a little bit of grace, some patience, some openness, uh, it's amazing how productive this time can be, Doc. So I just wanted to share that too. Just the heart of this meeting is to be on the same page, to be united, because that's the greatest force. And the second is that we're pursuing truth, not being right. And we go in with that attitude and that energy changes everything. Yeah, this is a higher level of leadership. It calls for a higher level of leadership because if you have a CEO in your business, it's going to be a strong-minded, strong-willed, driven person, right? So probably a big personality. Uh, and if you have a COO in your business, also a strong person, strong personality, uh, who's most likely a driven and opinionated person, right? So these are these are high-level people that usually have strong personalities, right? Usually, you know, pretty high on dominance or close to the line in dominance, and you know, and they they definitely have opinions, right? So you you can imagine if there isn't a structure and uh, and rules to the game, so to speak, uh, this could certainly get off the rails very very quickly. So you know, not only do you have to create the right environment, you have to carve out the space and time for this to happen. And it has to be part of your meeting rhythm, right? So you can't just react and respond to, hey, we it's time for us to have a same page meeting. Things have gotten bad. We just had an ugly team meeting and we blew up in front of the, uh, in front of the team. We can't do that. So it looks like we need a, a, a same page. <laughs> like It's not a reaction, right? So it, it's part of the meeting rhythm. You create the space and time for you to get on the same page. And the ground rules are, you know, let's make sure that we're both committed not to being right, but doing the right thing, right? So to your, P, yeah. to, to your point, Dr. P, it's not about being attached to being right. It's about being attached to doing the right thing. And you both have to agree on that. It's like, that's how you show up. It's like, because if I'm attached to being right, then that, the other person has to be wrong, right? So, and that's definitely not the same creative spirit. And it's not the, it's not the environment you're trying to establish, right? So creating that space and time where you both show up saying, listen, let's not be attached to being right. Let's be attached to doing the right thing for the business. And that's always the framework for every question. It's like, what's the right thing for the business? What should we do here? What do you think, right? And that way you're going back and forth. And, you know, it's, there's a, there's a very clear objective here, uh, I think it's just so important that 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 framework is set in place and having this meeting in um in 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 private uh it's it, what it does is it creates the space and time to make sure that you stay in dialogue with an incredibly important person on your team because you know what can happen we have two strong people is busy people in a busy environment, um, you can very often have, you know, it can move away from dialogue, right? So uh, the time is not right to talk about something either in front of the team or man, I'm too busy to deal with this right now. So we just keep letting things roll, you know, and next thing you know, there's resentment that builds up, what have you. And what ends up happening is te as teams and relationships start breaking down either personally or professionally is you start moving towards silence, right? So you get away from dialogue and you move towards silence. 
until you can't take it anymore. And then next thing you know, you're at violence, right? So from silence to violence in the bat of an eye, right? So, and the big idea is, is we want to move towards dialogue, right? So um, I learned that from Patterson and his book, Crucial Conversations, uh, that, that whole concept of, man, you have to stay in dialogue and it has to be regular dialogue. It has to be pre-scheduled, pre-arranged with a set of guardrails around it so you can ultimately be productive and everyone wins. Doc, hundreds of our coaching clients have grown their businesses following our remarkable CEO program. Well, now it's your turn. We are kicking off a new cohort of remarkable CEOs this month. Enrollment's limited, so don't delay. If you're ready to turn your job into a business, make a bigger impact and a bigger income, the Remarkable CEO program is what you've been looking for. Go to theremarkablepractice.com forward slash REM CEO to apply today. I love this uh, framework doc. And um, I mean, right. We could just, we just wrap this, wrap this right now, just because I think we've already kind of hit on a lot of really important things, but I'd like to unpack it a little bit more and have a discussion around this. So the first is um, let's, let's look at schedule. So like you said, one of the most important elements is that this is not a reactive or responsive uh, meeting. This is a proactive, this is a preset uh, meeting rhythm. It's built into the cadence of the remarkable CEO meeting rhythms. So this is a part of the being a remarkable CEO and running a remarkable business is that you have this in. So the first thing is um, we recommend this, that it's a weekly cadence. It's a weekly rhythm and it's blocked in your schedule. Um, we don't miss or change appointments. So, um, you know, we take uh, two steps forward, zero steps back. It's a done with you, not uh, program, right? It's a, we, we, uh, I, I need you to work with me and not against me kind of thing. So again, all of the, that energy gets poured into this moment. Like that's this rhythm. And so it's vital that it's there. Number one is it's, it's consistent. It's happening every single week. And then number two is that, um, you know, it's a private meeting. So it is designed to be a private meeting. It's designed for the CEO and the COO. And there's something sacred about what can happen in that setting that's designed for that setting. There's something righteous about why it's designed that way. It actually gives both of those people who have a very specific role, the opportunity to be able to hash it out, to be able to have a very important meeting in the appropriate setting, like you said. So, you know, oh, we blew up in front of the team. Oh, now that now we have to have a meeting. No, no, you, you if you're going to blow up, do it in front of each other right there and, and have that moment there. That's an appropriate setting for you. And then you come out of that, you know, when the dust settles, you know, united. We come out of that, like you said, on the same page. The goal is that, we, we might come in not on the same page, but the goal is to get on the same page. Does that make sense? So a week can go by. We were on the same page on our last same page meeting, but by the end of the week of the next week, it's like, we are not on the same page. Guess what? We're coming back to the meeting. Why? Well, because there's so much pulling and pushing and prodding and changing and decisions and issues and challenges that are going to come over the course of just seven days that by the time you come back to that next meeting, it's essential. So weekly cadence, with a goal of it, with a private setting, with a goal of leaving it with having had a dialogue and having an agreement. Okay. Agreement doesn't necessarily mean that one was right or wrong. Agreement doesn't even mean I'm, I'm like super cool with this decision. Agreement says I may not 
this may not have been what I felt like was the best uh, decision or outcome or what I would have said we should do, but I am in agreement that this is the way we need to proceed and that I need to show that we are united in this. And so I walk out of that meeting united. We walk out united. And, uh, and that is the key for us to be able to continue making progress. Dr. Stephen, this is such an important part, part of uh, just the energy that goes into that meeting and the energy that comes out of that meeting. Yeah. So I'll share some best practices um, that have really helped me. I mean, to be honest with you, Dr. Pete, you've been um, part of our team um, and you've seen how we operated before we started having a, a same page meeting. And you've seen how we operate since we started doing um, same page meeting years ago. Right. So, I mean, it was amazing how it's just changed so much about just the dynamic and the energy of our leadership team meetings, right? So because the COO, Sheila and myself are on the same page, right? So, and what we've done is we've created this mechanism where instead of hashing things out in front of the teams, it's like parents arguing in front of the kids, right? So instead of hashing things out there, you just simply say, hey, that's something that we should bring to the same page meeting, right? So it's, it's just, it's like a parachute where you can just jump out of that conflict and be like, yeah, you know what? Let's take this offline, right? Let's bring this. And we already have a place for it. It's not like, don't say, hey, let's talk about this later, right? That's not, that's not as productive as, you know what? Let's bring this into the same page meeting, right? It's very clear. Both of us look at each other and be like, yep, that, I, roger that. I understand what you mean by that. It's like, let's go hash this out offline. Let's not do it here now, like in front of the team. And it's, you know, also maybe this is something that we don't have to talk about in front of the team. It's not just an energetic thing. It's like, it would, this would be better if we took this offline, worked it out there, right? So it just creates this pressure release valve, um, which I think is very, very healthy. Um, I don't think, I know, I've experienced it. And, and certainly, you know, so many of our CEOs have come back and given us that same feedback. So um, that's, a you know, a best practice is to use it that way. But also, like, I'm a, I'm a checklist guy, right? So I'm, I'm holding up for those of you watching this on YouTube. You can see, what's it say at the top of my checklist? Same page, right? So I got the date up there. Like every week, I keep a running same page meeting list. Look at this, right? So this is where I capture issues that I need to bring to the same page meeting, right? So this is just, again, a place to get it out of my mind and get it onto a piece of paper so I can focus on what I should be focusing on and I can just let that go, right? And then I know that this list here, as it builds through the week, what we're gonna do is I'm gonna add that to a shared document between the CEO and the CEO called the same page meeting agenda where we add the issues so each other can see this is what we want to talk about at the same page meeting so there's no blindsiding that goes on either right so now it gives each other a chance to kind of take a beat take a breath and be like okay now i'm prepared to that have that conversation etc right so very healthy dynamic of having a collaborative document like using like a google doc and having a collaborative document where you go on there and it's the same page meeting, right? So you see those issues, it's like the CEO wants to talk about this, the COO wants to talk about that, right? So there's no blindsiding. So now we show up to the meeting, we spend five minutes checking in with each other. Hey, how's it going? How are you doing? In other words, I'm saying, hey, how am I doing? <laughs> like I'm asking my COO, how am I doing? Like, like how are you doing because of the way I'm doing things, right? And right. then she'll ask, Hey, how are you doing? And in other words, how am I doing? <laughs> you know, and that's an awesome dynamic in the very beginning, just checking in. Okay. Um, and it's not about just giving each other a report card, but it's just checking in. Like really, how are we doing? Right. So as a leadership team, the yin and yang, and then you get into the issues of like, okay, so we all, we've seen the agenda. We know, then we prioritize what are the things that we want to make sure we hit through first. 
We spend 45 minutes going through that. And then we have a bit of a summary with the action steps on the backside of that, right? So here's our takeaways. CEO, you're going to do this. COO is going to do that. Um, and it's almost always do what, by whom, by when. Uh, and that's how we settle down on those elements. Even if we're going to be assigning them to other directors or other team members, we say, this is our decision on this. Let's assign it to this person and you know, do what, by whom, by when. Dr. Pete, great summary. You know, it's very simple, three parts to that meeting. Uh, and it's the, <laughs> the three-step process uh, that will take so much stress uh, out of your practice, out of your business, out of your relationship, out of your life. Um, I can't say enough about it. Yeah, I, I think you, you hit a really important point, I think, for a lot of our CEOs and even in CEOs, which is getting things out of your head and onto paper. Um, I find that, you know, one of the, one of the worst things is not being fully present and not really fully engaged. And what happens is issues start circling around your mind. And then if they don't leave, if they don't leave and get on a paper, they go from your mind into your heart. And that's when you get angry and bitter and frustrated. And so if, if you think about it, the issues usually start in your mind. And if you don't take it from there and put it on paper, it goes down and it goes down internally, you start to internalize it. And that's where you get into trouble. So I'm just going to speak to a lot of you CEOs out there who are dealing with frustration, um, maybe a little bit of anger, some bitterness, some just, uh, yeah, you're just anxiety, even uh, maybe fear. A lot of these energies are actually heart. That's a heart condition. Well, that's actually the result usually of something that you've been thinking about, but you haven't been able to deal with it. And so you've allowed it to internalize. So you get it from your head onto uh, paper, you know, one of my uh, mentors in this is BJ Palmer, because he used, he used to talk about thought flashes, right? So, um, so, you know, you got to be able to have these thought flashes come in and they need to go somewhere. So I have papers everywhere with things written down, like you, Dr. Steven, it's like, well, where is that going to go? Well, it's going to go to this, the appropriate meeting. So like you said, some of the things you might write down, you're going to put on the title uh, team meeting, right? Cause that's, that actually is more appropriate of an issue to bring to the weekly team meeting. Some of them might be team training. You might have an issue or something you want to bring to your weekly team training. Some of it might be same page meeting. So you may end up having like three of these documents, uh, you know, let's call it a Google document that you have, you know, same page meeting issues, team meeting issues, team training issues, whatever. Uh, and you can have that right there. You might have a doctor's one, doctor specific issues. So for the doctor's meetings and trainings that you're doing, right? So now what have you got? You've got a place to, to take the thoughts, take the concerns, put them on to uh, appropriate place. Immediately, what have you done? You've harnessed uh, the, the ability to, to organize your thoughts and, and put it somewhere safe, secure, where you know it's going to be up with. So now you've what? You've returned to being fully present, fully engaged. And there's nothing more powerful than a fully present person. That's what your patients deserve from you. That's what your family deserves when you go home. That's what your wife deserves if you're me. Uh, it's what your husband deserves if you're a woman. It's what your kids deserve. It's what your team deserves. It's what your pay. Everybody deserves to have the best version of you, fully present, fully engaged. And that enables, so I can't emphasize Dr. Steven that part enough because that one thing right there where you just described is probably going to save a lot of lives <laughs> because um, if you can get back your heart and your mind, I'll tell you what, you're a whole, you're a whole person again. And now you can actually be productive today. And, and so again, the set times, having a place where you know you're going to have the opportunity to, to face that. Last thing I'll say about this, Dr. Steven, is I've also found oftentimes that the things that were issues on Monday by Friday are not, not really big of an issue anymore, right? So sometimes the things that were significant to you uh, maybe become less significant over time. So that's also why I'm not going to just talk to you later or, hey, I'm going to shoot you a text message or I'm shooting you this voice memo or whatever it is in the heat of the moment while I'm, in, while I'm 
inspired, which also is a cover cover up for I'm pissed about this. Um, and then, you know, later on when the timing was right, that's when I deal with it. So Dr. Steven, this is, this is just such important discussion. We're having a discussion about the same page meeting and being a CEO and doing it in a remarkable way. Yeah. So some of you listening here are like COO. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about? CEO, COO, but it sounds like I need one. Right. So the essence of yeah. it is, you know, there's an ascension that we're making, right. As chiropractors, right. If you own a practice, right. So the ascension, you go from an owner operator to a CEO, right. So that's our ascension. Well, your team member that is, you're probably referring to them as your office manager. They need to make that ascension with you, right? So they go from office manager to COO, which is chief operations officer, right? So, you know, if you consider an office manager as somebody who runs the team, right? So you lead the team, but they run the team. When they make, when they take on the responsibility of running the business, okay, that's when they become the COO. So you lead the business, but they run the business. So when you think about it, wow, this is a person that runs my team and runs my business. Man, it certainly sounds like we want to be on the same page. Please stick around for more business insights from this week's bonus interview with our remarkable success partner dedicated to helping you more successfully help more people. Enjoy. All right, CEO. So I am thrilled because I am today in the studio with Christy Young and Justin Martin from Legacy Wealth Management. I can't tell you how happy I am to be with them. Hey, I got to reconnect with them really last year. It was 2021 and we got connected with them and they said, hey, we want to run with you. We want to be a part of what the Remarkable Practice Doctors and Tribe is doing. We want to be a part of the family. So we've just loved being able to start to build that relationship with you guys. And I love what you're doing in our profession, really focusing on chiropractors and helping them build wealth and really get their finances in, in, a, in a place where it needs to be healthy, right? So um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you guys to quickly you know, introduce yourselves. Now I've got some questions for you that I think our CEOs are going to love to hear uh, your answers to. So I'm going to throw it over to Krista. You want to just introduce yourself, throw it over to Justin, and we'll roll here. Yeah, we are super excited to be here. Like you said, my name is Krista Young I'm with Legacy Wealth. I'm a wealth advisor. I've been doing this for over a little bit over a year now, specifically for this industry, but I, I come from Goldman Sachs. I come from the financial industry and I'm very passionate about money, but making sure that people have a healthy relationship with it instead of the fearful relationship or the scarcity mindset. So that's kind of how I got into this and how I want to help people move forward. What's interesting, and I'll, I'll throw it to you just in a minute, that's how a lot of people approach a chiropractor. <laughs> so yeah. it's interesting you use those language, that language. I was like, well, I felt like that's what a day one feels like, you know, <laughs> when a new patient finally picks up the phone or they, they book in with you. So that's awesome. I think uh, we, we're all going to get along really well. What about you, Justin? I love it. And Dr. P, we just, we just love the conversation that's happening here. So many good things being taught here on this podcast. And we just hope we can add, uh, add to everything being taught here. And so I'm Justin Martin, also Wealth Advisor. Krista and I are partners in crime here. Um, been in the industry, been with Legacy Wealth, running the company here for about 15 years. And we just, we love, we love assisting uh, business leaders, business owners, specifically within the chiropractic industry, just really helping people advance and accelerate their wealth and their overall mission that they're trying to accomplish. So thank you for having us here. 
Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for uh, taking the time to invest in our amazing uh, podcast yeah. uh, tribe and their uh, business acumen, taking it to another level. So uh, I'm going to throw the first question over to you, Chris. So, you know, we talk about problem solving, right? Every business exists to solve a problem. That's why business exists. So can you talk about what is the specific problem or problems that you help, you know, doctors solve when it comes to uh, building wealth in their finances? Yeah, the main one, honestly, is we want to take the worry out of finance. We want these chiropractors to be able to focus on their chiropractic business, but also to focus on that passion that they have of helping others live a healthy, balanced life. And they just don't have time to focus on their finances along the side of that. So if they can bring us into their tribe, into their team, and make sure that we are taking care of their finances for them and they don't have to worry about it, that gives, you know, that, that lets them do their passion and lets us do our passion. I love that. And you've used the word passion like two or three times, which you don't actually hear that word come out a lot when you talk about financial stuff, like, and you've used that a lot. So, and I've, I've heard that also from you, Justin. So Justin, I want you to chime in, same, same, same question. Just as you think about solving yeah. the issue, think about what you guys are passionate about. I love this idea of pulling the worry away from mm -hmm. a doctor, so they can focus on what they're passionate about. Anything to expand on that, Justin? Yeah, I would say to that, you know, the the doctors that have worked here within your organization here is the y'all are really good at helping people and also bringing more income into your business. You're good at collecting money. You're excellent at building a business, and and I have to tell you and applaud you. I mean, it's amazing what you pulled off, but. All of you are also really, really good at paying taxes and a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And what we want to do is we want to help, we want to help CEOs, we want to help business leaders understand that their investment strategies, their financial strategies are only as good as the tax implications associated with them. So what are they doing in order to make sure that they've got the right financial team in place to make sure their wealth is accelerating, but it's not running out the back door in the form of fees and taxes? We're not, I mean, we're not anti-tax here, we're not anti-IRS, but we have a tax code that we need to work with in order to pull ourselves into a lower tax bracket. Where are the tax deductions? Where are the tax credits? Where are the expenses? Where are the things that we can utilize in order to make sure we're shoring up that cash, keeping it with us, so then we can turn around and put it into things that can make a difference out there in the investment space. So, okay, so I'm a, you know, a business owner and, um, you know, I'm in business, I'm a chiropractor and I, you know, have busy practice and, um, you know, my mission is to be able to help more people. Okay. Right. So I want to be able to reach more people in my community. I want to help, you know, maybe expand my business in the next two to three years, maybe bring on another doctor to maybe open another location. Um, you know, these are some of the conversations I think a lot of the docs who are listening are having. They're in scale. They want to scale up. Some are moving from scale towards exiting one day. They want a graceful, yeah. profitable exit. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you help, uh, you know, doctors, chiropractors, business owners, the entrepreneur person that's listening to this, um, you know, how do you help them? Number one, help more people while they're helping themselves. I'd love, love to hear, you know, you kind of your, uh, you guys take on that specifically. Yeah. Krista, do you want to go first? Do you want me to dive in? Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you, you a little, go ahead. Anecdotal, okay. little anecdotal story. So first chiropractor I ever came across, I was 17 and I was super sick. I was very sick and other doctors could not figure out what was wrong with me. Um, I'm extremely grateful that that chiropractor had a financial team in place and had, you know, a 
an office staff in place who took care of all the other stuff so that he could take care of me. Um, he figured out what's wrong with me and I have a completely different life today than I would have had. And so that's where, you know, specific for chiropractors, that's where my passion comes from, because I know for a fact, if I can take care of their finances and help them build their companies, they can turn around and take care of hundreds of thousands of me's of other people who are sick and struggling. And yeah. it's been really awesome to just be a part of that, be able to give back. I love that. Wow. I That's love amazing. that. Yeah. Justin, I don't think you can top that. <laughs> that story. I, get, I mean, at the end of the day, really, uh, I get, I mean, it is, it is amazing to hear a story and I've heard her tell that a few times. Let me add to this on, on going out and serving others. So I know, I know the most CEOs and most chiropractors that I work with, they're very uh, philanthropic. They're very giving, they're very charitable. Well, let's teach others to learn how to set up their own family foundations. Let's teach others. How do you create that entity that you need to be able to give back time and time again? I hear chiropractors. They're saying, Hey, my mission is to, Hey, I want to go down to Costa Rica and serve a mission down there and, and give some chiropractic care, whatever it may be. Well, how do we do that in a way? How do we create that foundation in a way where we're using our money in a smart way? Okay, we're not we're not just going out there and having an extremely expensive vacation and doing a mission while we're at it. How do we create a longevity foundation that passes on from one generation to the next? Because you've created the wealth. Well, let's put that wealth to use within the right entity structures, within the ta right tax structures and go to town at that point. I think that, you know, you guys both make really, really good points and I can relate with both of, of you. And I'm, I'm thinking back to, you know, just being in clinic and just having a well-trained team and being able to focus myself on, you know, what I do. I, my team knew, Hey, Dr. P, all he does is he yeah. wants to adjust, educate and train. That's all he wants to yeah. do. He wants to show up, serve his patients. He wants to show up and train us and he wants to go um, and he wants to, you know, market the business and get more people in here like that. That's what he loves, but nothing else. Like, so yeah. everything else had to be handled and it had to be handled with excellence. And so I love that you, you, you understand the, you know, the entrepreneur and the doctor and kind of where that, what we would call subluxations are probably in yeah. their own life. And you guys were able to come in. And then I love you talking about the legacy piece. Like what about the legacy that you're leaving? Right. So that we, mm -hmm. for your life, and you serve so many people for so long. What do you, what's the legacy you're leaving for your family? What's the legacy that you're leaving for your community where you're, when you exit the, the practice one day, because most people, uh, chiropractors go into business, not, not actually thinking about the exit, but you've got to think about the exit. It's coming faster than you think. And we talk about that a lot as well. So I love that you guys are keeping that also in the forefront of our minds as we continue to, you know, build our careers and grow and, and help and serve more people. So Another question I have for you guys is in regards to um, the concept of leverage. So we talk about in our CEO podcast, we talk a lot about how what the CEO does, which is different than the owner operator, where the owner operator classic, it's brute force. It's like, give it to me. I've got it. I'm going to make it happen. Right. And it's the classic owner operator syndrome. It's, it's all about, you know, we like to talk about it's that control freak perfectionist yeah. Clydesdale. They just like, yeah. give it to me. I've got it. And that's how a lot of these doctors who are listening started and many of them are trying to get out of that way of being but that's the way it's been and so right. that's what they knew because that's what helped them get to be successful 
And then now they want to go to the next level. And it's like, wow, I have to become a different person. So I think you probably deal with that a lot as well, which is shaping people's identity, shifting the way they think about money, shifting the way that they think about who they are in relationship with their money and their business and their life. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's really important as well as a CEO, just to make sure like, hey, we're continuing to shift as we grow into this new identity and new way of thinking about these things. Uh, Chris, I'll throw it to you first. I was actually going to let Justin take that one because <laughs> that's that's something that's very much happening for our own firm right now. Yeah. And we're growing fast. And, you know, there's we all started out wearing multiple hats, but now we're having to transition and kind of, you know, give a hat to one coworker, give a hat to another coworker. You have to learn to delegate. You have to learn to trust. Um, and I think trust is the biggest thing is trusting your team and trusting that, you know, it's more of like a family that people are going to pick up the pieces. If something falls, they're not just going to let it all crumble. And I think if you can create that environment as a CEO, then you can go places. Um, and one, and, and, and one thing to add to this is, you know, I, I think everyone here sitting on this podcast grew up listening to the, the adage of live within your means. Um, you know, you, you got to make money and then live within your means, which is a great concept. It, it puts a little bit of a scarcity box around it a little bit, but you know, we do have to live within our means. And there's, there's other of these little adages of financial principles that were taught. Here's a CEO now where you're not W2. You're not just always budget, 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 budget all the time. It's you're creating and you're a creator and more money's coming in and in. What do I do with it? Where does it go? How do I be smart with that? Now the mentality switches. Now you have to learn how to put on the mentality of creating an empire, creating a small family office and, and where to put all those pieces into place. One thing that we talk about time and time again is your team, having your right financial team in place, having your CPA, your investment guys, your your accountants, your attorneys in place to work together to make sure your entire financial world is working in tandem with with each other. You're you're measuring the right types of ROI, ROR, IRR, making sure all of those metrics are measured correctly so you know where the pennies are going and in in the right direction. It's, It's a lot of moving pieces and we get it. And we wanna try to simplify but simplification also means educating you along the way, because in the end, you will always care more about your finances and your world than anyone else will in your finan- on your financial team. So we want to make sure that you own what's going on and let us help you get there. Let us educate you and, and be that co- consultant for you. I love that you used two phrases. One was simplify. And again, this is something we constantly are focusing on. Yeah. It's like, is it simple? Can we make it simple? Is it, is it, is it in its simplest form? Yeah. And I love that you, you focus on that because that's another big part of you know, being a remarkable CEO and creating a business that's truly scalable and durable and then transferable. Mm. The second word you used was ROI. You followed it by, uh, I think, ROR and IOR. IRR, so, yeah. IRR. So, so can you talk a little bit about, my last question is going to be in relationship to that, right? So specifically ROI, and we talk about, yeah. you know, for doctors, you know, you're, you have four limited resources, time, energy, focus, and money. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes a doctor will leverage their money to buy someone else's time, 
right. energy and focus. So that frees them up to spend more of their time, energy, focus on something else in the business to grow or scale the business. Yeah. So, so I'm throwing that question over to you. How does working okay. with an organization such as yours help the doctors leverage their time, energy, and focus and money in a way to grow and continue to expand? Yeah. In the simplest way we possibly can, we want to show every client of ours how to achieve financial independence as quickly as we can. There will be things we measure along the way, but financial independence to us, what does that mean? Is does the passive income coming in equal, be equal to or greater than your fixed expenses? If your balance sheet, your personal balance sheet is in a way where your income coming in off of your passive investments, your passive real estate, your passive different things that's working passively can cover all of your expenses, you're financially independent, which is a different mindset than it was 20 years ago. 20 years ago, financial independence was save, 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 save. Now, once you've had this nest egg of money, now you can retire and live peacefully. That doesn't work nowadays anymore. We've got inflation, we've got interest, we've got things working against us all the time. So how do we get to financial independence as quickly as possible? And then we'll, we'll follow the metrics behind the scenes with ROI and all, all of that. But how do, we, how do we get to that financial independence? And that's what we're gonna teach you. And that's the blueprint, the financial blueprint that we create with each of our clients along the way. Awesome, so uh, as we wrap here, Bonus question. How do people get in contact with you? How do they, our CEOs, the subscribers to this podcast, how, how do they get to connect with you guys? I, lo I love this conversation. I think it's, uh, it needs to continue. Yeah. The first thing that we want to do is just have a, a general intake conversation, that 15 minute conversation of making sure we understand where you're coming from, where we're coming from, that we are the right fit for each other. Um, the best way to do that is to jump onto our calendars. So with this post, we'll make sure that our calendar link is associated with it, our Calendly link. Or if you're just listening into the podcast right now, here's an email address that I want you to email. It's gonna be Krista. She's a lot quicker to respond than I am or ever am. Krista's email address is kyoung at legacywealthmg.com. That's kyoung at legacywealthmg.com. And just say, hey, we heard, we heard you on the Remarkable CEO podcast. Can we set up some time? And we'll, we'll do an intake and we'll talk and we'll go from there. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you, uh, Krista and Justin, for joining me on the Remarkable CEO Podcast. For all of you, our amazing listeners, thank you for tuning in. I look forward to our episode next week. Until then, take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.